Hey everybody and welcome back to Centered, Committed, Confident. I'm your co-host Cody Rogers. I'm Regan Erickson. And I'm Hannah Erickson. And this podcast exists to help you center your life on Christ, commit yourself to discipleship, and become more confident in the Word of God. And today we are going to be focusing um, the podcast itself on all three of those. Normally we choose one of them, Mm -hmm. but it's all three this time because we're kicking off a new series, probably a long series, one that might Mm -hmm. last a few uh, quote unquote seasons, right? Yeah. Um, But a long series, but nonetheless, I think a good and and worth it series, something to use as a backbone. It doesn't mean we're not going to come to other stuff Mm -hmm. at times that we're not going to take a break from it. But let's just call this the uh, like the default. Yeah, so for the next I agree. for the next probably fifty two weeks, if not more, <laughs> we will default to this if we don't have another topic we're diving into. And what is that? Well, I, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna name the the if I okay if I don't name the title of this podcast, what I'm about to say, I'm sorry, but it's because I decided against it. But in the moment, while we're sitting here recording, I've decided I'm gonna name the podcast Cata What, and that Which idea, I love. Yeah, the idea is to, is to talk about what is a catechism because the series that we're going to be diving into is going through the New City Catechism. Mm-hmm. So I've got a list of questions. This is just the intro, so we're not even actually diving into the catechism yet. This one is an intro as to why you should even care about yeah. it. So I've got a list of questions here. I just want to ask them out loud and see what our responses are and um, and go from there. Sound good? I like it. Great. So question one, what is a catechism? I'll yield the chair to Hannah. Um, Essentially, it's a series of questions and answers that are used um, for instruction, to gain knowledge. Um, In our case, it's about questions about God, about the Bible, about living um, the Christian life. It's just a great way to memorize um, helpful information. I mean, you pretty much quoted the, uh, I, I Googled it, right? Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I Googled it, pretty much quoted a summary of the principles of Christian religion in the form of, like exactly Hannah said, questions and answers. And she even said, used for instruction. Yep. So um, what do we think of when we think of catechisms? What's, our, what's your personal experience been? Or what do we think our listeners' personal experience would have been when we hear the word catechism? And positive or negative connotations? Hmm. Uh, I'm guessing a lot of people, especially if they have um, background in Catholicism, they have a pretty like a pretty well developed catechism that they use. Um, but my personal experience um, is with um, some back growing up, um, not necessarily in catechisms directly, but um, I tie catechisms together with creeds. Um, pretty often, um, it, a creed is really similar to a catechism. It's usually a statement of faith not necessarily a question answer format and grew up um, going through reciting a lot of those. So for me, it's actually more of a negative connotation. Uh, I went through a period there, um, especially in college as a young believer where I was kind of like, why, why do we even have these things? Why do we care about them? We've got scripture. Um, And that's the way I viewed them for a really long time. Um, It's only been, Oh, what within the last year somewhere is another podcast I was listening to. They went through a creed and opened my eyes to the value that they can provide. And it hasn't been until then that I've even really considered them as something worthwhile. Anna. Um, yeah. So I didn't grow up in a church setting that went through catechisms. Um, 
my mom grew up Catholic, and so she had talked a little bit about being catechized, like through confirmation in the Catholic Church. Um, being catechized? Being catechized. I've never even, I've never even thought it, about it. Is it a verb like that? It probably is. Yeah, right? like catechizing like someone. Yeah. It's um, silly. You just don't think about that term. No. But she talks about it, and it wasn't necessarily like a positive light and experience. Um, and so I feel like I went region. I grew up not with the greatest taste in my mouth for them. Mm. I kind of had them equated to something um, that led to legalism and mm-hmm. led to a lot of head knowledge without a lot of heart change. Um, yeah. And so it's been interesting over these last couple of years, I've seen a new wave of a push for catechisms and a push for creeds also in um, like the Southern Baptist world that I grew up in into some other kind of circles that I run in, I guess you could say. And so it's been interesting to see this new wave and I'm still very skeptical of it, but I'm interested. I can see yeah. how it can be a great tool. Um, but I feel like my heart has some caution on, yeah. um, knowing that I tend towards legalism and can get puffed up by knowledge. And so wanting like I'm, I'm excited to see the podcast, how we balance it with application and heart change, not just um, information. Yeah, um, that's good. That reminds me a bit of my experience with catechisms, sort of. Um, my experience was zero, pretty much. I came to Christ at 17. I didn't. I wasn't raised in the church. I wasn't Catholic. Um, I once, when I was in sixth grade, they I was invited to go to confirmation for the Methodist Church, and I went because there was free subway. Nice. But then mm-hmm. I left after that first meeting because <laughs> they weren't providing free subway after that. Um, and so my first experience with catechisms, it, uh, I guess this technically isn't catechisms, but here's what it makes me think of. After I came to Christ, maybe a few weeks later, I'm in church. And I'm talking to a lady in our lobby, and I said the word religion, and she was like, whoa, whoa, it is it is a relationship. It is not a religion, mm-hmm. right? And I'm sure many of you have heard that. Mm-hmm. I think that accurately summarizes the culture of the church, and especially the church cultures, you know, non-denominational, Southern Baptist, many of these. I think that accurately summarizes the feeling towards catechisms mm-hmm. is that it was viewed as very legalistic, very ritualistic, very old, very uh, non-emotional, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, therefore non-valuable, right? Because mm-hmm. we value what impacts the heart. Mm-hmm. And so we had this generation that grew up being told what to do by their parents and following and never having a sincere belief. And so they began to equate catechisms with that, yada, yada, yada. And so for the longest time, I joined that crew of like, oh, once I understood what catechisms were and stuff, I sort of joined that crew of like, well, that's just dead religion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but this also plays to what Hannah was saying. There's been a resurgence mm-hmm. of them. And here's why I think personally because there's a lack of good discipleship happening because mm-hmm. we, we look around our church and the adults now, the millennials, you mm-hmm. know, me, my yep, generation, us. uh, are you guys millennials? Barely. Okay. Barely. Well, millennials and a little bit older look at the kids being raised and they think, uh, Oh yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. How do we disciple them? Um, and, and you look around at millennials, how are they discipled? Right. It's big relationship versus, mm-hmm. Uh, religion and they lack knowledge. They yep. lack understanding. And um, we could have a whole podcast dedicated to the idea that knowledge and wisdom brings about relationship with the mm-hmm. Lord, right? Like yep. I've, I've been Proverbs for my readings and it starts with, right. Um, 
the beginning of all, all wisdom and knowledge is fear of the Lord. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and there, there is this innate relationship with God that involves knowing him and knowing things about him and mm-hmm. knowing what his word says. And so I think we're beginning to value that more. Yeah. I mean, I was watching a video about the new city catechism um, and Tim Keller was speaking or talking in it, which I'm pretty sure he's had a pretty big impact in yes. the new city. He catechism. helped publish it. Yeah. yeah. And he was, that's one of the things he's talking about. Like why, why this, why take the time to do this? And it's this idea that people are seeking truth and this is a way to help express that truth that is concise and understandable. Yeah, I think it's a really good thing for us to do um, because, as I've said before, I said in my messages on Thursday nights, assuming, I mean, if you're coming to Thursday nights and you're listening, you'll, you'll sort of get this, but um, you, all of you that are going to school and starting your careers, you're constantly in a battle for your mind and your soul. And uh, if you can stand on truth, it's going to help you fight that battle much easier. So, all right. I think we sort of answered why a catechism as well, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we want to find a systematic structure to disciple people in a way that honors the Lord, creates wisdom and knowledge, and helps you have a better understanding of the Lord and increase your worship for Him and love for Him, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. The more we can understand who God is, the more we can worship Him, um, not only more truthfully, but more magnificently, like the more in awe we are of Him, right? Yeah. So I think we answered the question that was going to be next. Why catechism? Let's just real quick. Why the new city catechism? Like, I think this one's so great. Partially because it's only fifty-two questions, which feels like a lot, but most yeah. of them are like well over a hundred questions. Yeah. And so I think this one feels much more attainable with one a week. Um, it's a good structure to it, and so I think that's the perk of this one for sure. I also think it's very accessible. Um, it's an app. It's really easy to get. It's on a website. Yeah. Download the new city catechism yes. app mm-hmm. guys. Yes, for sure. And it's like, um, it's got like a kid's version where you can switch it to kids mode and it takes whatever statement they have and condenses it, which I love. It's really helpful for me. I'm like, I usually start there and then go to the long one. Or if I start with a long one, I definitely go to the, sh- the kids version. Um, and then it, it doesn't feel old. Like you go to other catechisms and it feels old. It's the older English for some of them. Yeah. But they updated it essentially to modern English, I guess you would say, so that it, 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 I guess, makes more sense to us. Yeah. Yeah. It's accessible. Um, It's only 52 questions. Uh, For me, I'd add it's what our senior pastor recommends here. Yeah. Um, When he's talking about discipling your children and getting into these things and knowing these things, he recommends the New City Catechism. And uh, if he recommends it, then I want to make sure we're about it as well, um, because I tr- I trust our senior pastor mm-hmm. and I and I trust um, what he says and and if he says this could be good for you, I want to give it a shot. And so yeah. that's you know another very obvious reason for me. Um, I like the app personally. That would be the biggest one for me is because you can open it up on your phone yep. and read it really easily. Um, also there's devotions with it. There's a prayer to say with it, which a lot of catechisms have, but I like how it's laid out in the app. So, mm-hmm. yeah. and we'll be going through each of those things. All right. So that's why the new city catechism, um, a little bit about it. Tim Keller is a major part of it. Crossway is a major part of it. Crossway is the one that publishes the ESV or is the biggest publisher of the ESV, I should say. Um, pretty, pretty trustworthy publisher. So yeah. that's, that's why we know we're getting into good stuff here. Last few questions, and we'll be done. We're only 12 minutes in, but um, I want to bring it back. This follows into why a catechism itself, but 
you know, I said that the podcast is about centering our life on Christ, committing ourselves to discipleship, and being more confident in the Word of God. And I want to answer each one of those questions. How does, or how will doing this, going through the New City Catechism, how will it help us center our life on Christ? I think one big thing is that you can't be centered on someone that you don't know. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know Christ, you're going to have a hard time centering your life on him. Um, And so this is a great tool to be able to dive into scripture deeper, to be able to um, understand the things of God about who he is in a whole different way. And that will help you have the tools to um, live a life that's centered on Christ and to know this Jesus that you are centered on. And I think specifically this is going to concisely and clearly express exactly who Jesus is, what we believe about Jesus and his life and his accomplishments and why that's important. Yep. And I would add to that too, just a uh, follow-up from our discussion a few weeks ago um, on routine mm-hmm. is that part of centering your life on Christ is, is centering your actions and routine around him as well. And this allows us to come back weekly to something or to rely on something when 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 things go poorly in our lives or we doubt hits us um, and we have something memorized or something we've deeply discussed, it will bring us, it'll ricochet us back to, yeah. you know, maybe not ricochet is the word, but you know, like um, like bungee us back yeah. to, to Jesus. And it will help create that routine and help us center not just our hearts and minds, but our actual physical routines of life around him as well. So... Um, I think that's a pretty good answer for that. The second one, of course, is how will this help us commit to discipleship? Now, remember, in our in our um, college ministry here, we say we want to be disciples that are committed to discipleship, and that's both personal discipleship and the discipleship of others. So we can answer either one of those. Yeah, I'm going to come back to the conciseness. I think one of the hardest things when speaking um, with others uh, about Jesus and or even when interacting with the Lord in your personal discipleship relationship is to come to a clear understanding or statement on something. And so like, if we can clearly express what is the Trinity or are there three persons in the God, which is a question coming up in just a few weeks, or what is our hope? Um, Those are great things to be able to help a young believer, a new believer, or even yourself as you're coming across something in scripture um, to be able to, not ramble essentially, which I, I guess I struggle with. And so to have something short, easy and clear is just mm-hmm. huge. So to disciple other people, this gives you a structure to fall back on mm-hmm. and a language to use and yeah. remember in a way that honors God and and clearly communicates the gospel because yeah. we want to do it well. Yeah. Right? It can okay. help put words to what you're trying Good. to express. All right. Good. Yeah. I think in addition to um, doing this with others, it is a great tool for your own personal time with the Lord. These are great questions to reflect on and to dive into, especially with the app, having kind of the devotional commentary section and the prayer and just using this as a tool um, to grow um, in your relationship with the Lord. And so, yeah, I think that has the personal discipleship aspect there. Then like Regent said, it's a great tool with other people to discuss these questions um, together, to dive into the scripture together. It's a great um, just way to lead into that. Yep. I'd, I'd say... For me, it's sort of a blend of those, right? Um, if I were to ask somebody, how do you disciple somebody else? I'd say most people have a hard time answering that because either they feel like they're going to get the answer wrong or that they don't have an answer because they don't know how they would yeah. disciple. Like, And I want to challenge all of you. Like, The whole point of this ministry is to bring you to a place where you can do 
um, what it takes to disciple another person to lead them to Christ and then help them grow to maturity in Christ so mm-hmm. that they are replicating disciples as well. And my argument is that something like this is a tool for such a thing. That when I say, how do you disciple somebody else? That the answer could end up being, I walk them through this. Yeah. Like we sit down together and I'm helping them understand God better and come to maturity because we go through these questions and discuss them and talk about them together. Um, So it's a great tool for discipleship itself in, in like, like a, like a Bible study in itself. Right. So um, I think it'll help us commit to discipleship that way. Um, and all these overlap, right? Centering mm-hmm. your life on Christ is personal discipleship as well. Uh, last question for the podcast. How will, how will this help us become confident in the Word of God? I think Regent's already spoken to this a little bit, but let's just set it out exactly. How does this make us more confident in the Word of God? Well, first I want to say that this, like the New City Catechism, it doesn't define Scripture. It's defined by Scripture. So we... And you should test this. Don't take it as, you know, you know, take it to the scriptures, but like those statements that they're making are all directly pulled from scripture. So my favorite thing in the app is there's a button you click and it pulls up a verse that they're directly pulling their answer from. So going through this is going, it, it it's using language of the script, like of God's word and it's directly from God's word. And so everything that we're drawing out of this, app, this new city catechism is coming from scripture. I, I yep. don't know. Yeah. I don't have much else to add to that. That's Agreed. great. Um, literally you will know God's word more. Yeah. yeah. You go through it and that makes you pretty confident that yeah. you know it and it's based on scripture. So I think that's all the questions I had for setting this up. You know, next week we're diving into the catechism itself. We're going to start with question one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is our only hope in life and death? And we'll go through the question how does the world answer that question? How does scripture answer that question? And then we'll talk about how do we live that out in our lives? If we actually believe that, what does it look like to live that out? And um, so before we end, is there anything about catechisms, anything that you want to say to the listeners um, before we dive into this series? Because this this could be a monumental part of this podcast, right? Like we're turning a page into something that could end up being foundational for this podcast. So is there anything you want to encourage them with or challenge them with as we dive into this new series? I would say if you are hearing this and maybe you're feeling cautious like I am or you have some negative experiences, don't give up on us. Like walk this journey with us. Like we um, want to learn and we want to grow and we're going to use this as a tool. Um, And we think it could be a really great experience for you also as you're listening and as you're diving into it. So bear with us, grow with us, and we're super excited to dive into this. Yeah. And kind of on that caution piece, we don't have the intention of taking the answer that's provided in the catechism and necessarily agreeing with it. Like our goal is having the freedom of um, the, talking about the different nuances to everything. Um, yeah. Or I, agreeing with the way it's worded. Or, maybe, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, I'm yeah. guessing we'll agree with the, the actual theology yeah. of it, yeah. but you're right. Like we might challenge the way something's worded or yeah. we might want to at least discuss what the implications of the way that they worded it are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Good. I, I mean, I'd, I'd copy those things. I got nothing else to add besides I just, I hope you guys lean into this. I hope this becomes something you look forward to that when you turn on the podcast or open the app or get the notification and it says like NCC episode five, yeah, um, that you will get excited at, at the next chapter that we're going through the New City Catechism. I would love it if people would join us in it and going through it and send in questions or yep. stuff like that before we get to it, after we get to it. 
any anything like that would be a ton of fun. Yep. And and as we dive into this, I just want to ask you guys, if you're listening consistently, share the podcast, share it with other people. I feel like we're, you know, we started this podcast sort of like undercover, like just sort of figuring yeah. things out. And I think moving into this, we're moving to a healthy place where we can say, you know what, share it with your friends, share it with people, you know, share it with other college students. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it's just three of us sitting in my office right now and we're super accessible and it'd be easy for any of you to ask questions or reach mm -hmm. out to us. Yeah. Um, and it, I, th I think that's, we're so approachable. That makes it great. We're not like three famous pastors sitting around that nope. have to schedule months out in advance, you know? Um, yeah. We're very normal. So sh share it. Um, I guess you could technically like it or review it. I don't really know how that impacts it. They say it does, but either way, I think as long as people just know it exists, that's all I care about. Yeah. Um, good. All right. Next week we dive into the new city catechism until then just know, uh, we love you. Um, I guess Merry Christmas if we don't get to talk to you before then. Um, we hope to see a lot of you in uh, the coming weeks. And uh, Oh, and at CrossCon. Don't forget yes. to register for oh, yeah. CrossCon. CrossCon. Quorum Deo Bible Church. You can look us up. Register for it there, January 7th and 8th. Otherwise, like I said, we're praying for you. We love you. We'll see you next time. <laughs>